Fierce Fan Media. But you but or UAPs, but I'm also I've got some fun space facts that I think everybody will like. Ooh. Ooh. So we're not just Wikipedia. So we're not just I don't I don't use it. You know who I use? I use uh NASA.gov and I use Astro Alexandra. What a reliable source. The best. Yeah. Well, because Wikipedia, you can't even use that in school because it's not valid because pretty much anybody can post stuff on there. And yeah. I learned that when I got an F on a paper. <laughs> Do you want to know the, the workaround <laughs> on that? If you go down, it shows you the footnotes and it shows you the source and you can click on the source and use that as your, yep. in your bibliography. Oh. <laughs> Take that note down, Julie. For all those papers yeah. that you're writing now. I yeah. Know. Unless I really <laughs> was in school. Like, I don't even know. I think Nokia's were still in use. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think you're probably right. I, I know. <laughs> that was a twofer. It was funny and true. <laughs> it, was like, it was like 2005. Yeah. Julie was still playing yeah. Snake on the old yeah. Nokia. Oh, absolutely. And I got in trouble for it constantly and rolling joints in the classroom. Who does that? Please. I'll I'll never forget it. Me and I forget her name. She was a cheerleader, uh, Jackie something. And oh, yeah, we were sitting there. I had my little book up and I was rolling us all joints and we were we was chilling. Yeah. I forget her name. I really want to know who this was. She was like the cheer something. She was uh Jackie. Uh What's good evening, name? everybody, and welcome to the <laughs> weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I almost forgot my name. <laughs> I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. I cut Julie off like they cut Maddie Healy off in the 1975 when he starts to say something. Just start playing. I know you do cut me off. <laughs> uh, okay, tonight I am drinking I super fancy Kirkland Cab. Ooh, how is it though? It's great. Kirkland's solid. Kirkland's a solid yeah. wine. I'll stand by that. Yeah. Yep. The Kirkland vodka is good too. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I'm drinking my trusty hard shard. And you know what's funny? I got a new 19 Crimes when we were on um, vacation because I had never seen it before. And it said special edition. And I swear the picture on it looks like Trump. And I was like, how funny would that be? Oh my God. If they put out right a version i would i would be i would buy it for sure yeah one million percent yep one million percent yeah aaron what are you drinking or stacy's not drinking aaron what are you drinking vodka i'm not drinking oh i'm not drinking tonight julie not drinking why the fuck is nobody drinking i'm drinking i've i have a couple minutes oh stacy you're oh that dempsey's not drinking stacy aaron you're not drinking no, I'm, but I'm high. <laughs> oh, okay, that works. <laughs> I mean, it's, not like a, it's not like I'm flying blind, man. I'm, no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, you know, whiskey, Red Bull, that's what I drink. All right, Jewel, why don't you start us off with Space Corner? I would love to. So, hello, the oh uh, David Grush testifying. That they have actual UAPs in the Pentagon. Why and don't you define UAP for those that aren't on Space Talk? An unidentified aerial phenomenon. And these motherfuckers 
were staying stable in category four hurricane winds and then speeding up to supersonic speeds. And they have them. This is a guy from the DOD, the Department of Defense, testifying that they have the sp- the UAPs. He's also testifying to Congress that they have what? Like on Independence Day when they go to Area 51 and they actually have one of the alien spaceships just yeah, so happen. Maybe. So I mean, I mean, that's all all of us any have the picture. He's also testifying. I want to get the wording right because he was very specific in how he worded things that they have non-human biologics from non-human pilots. Whatever the fuck that means. It means aliens. They have biological Yeah, it means right. Oh my god, it's like the movie Paul. (laughs) What does that mean? And a lot of his answers were like, I'm not really comfortable talking about that here, but I would be happy to talk to you about it in a more closed environment. So they're basically saying, which we all know that there's aliens, but in that there's been spacecraft and whatever that that we haven't been able to, you know, prove. You you have you have fighter pilots coming out of the Navy and the Air Force and the Marines saying yes and talking about their experiences with them and that they've seen them personally and that we have proof of this. And I'm so happy this guy is finally coming out, which I think it's funny, like on TikTok, like nobody's shocked. We're all like, yeah, we know. But it's I think it's cool. And there's maybe something coming where they're like, we have to tell people that they're actually admitting to it now. Have you seen that meme that um, says, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) And it's like the aliens talking to the humans. And it's like, we're here to run your world in authority or we're here to run your country as authoritarians. And everyone's like, oh, I got bad news for you. Like, (laughs) it's already kind of like that. It's like, fine. Then we're here to take all your natural resources and the guy goes oh boy you're gonna be real surprised by this <laughs> i think it's funny like like uh michelle the local lesbian she's like we're like florida just keep going buddy there's nothing here <laughs> like, believe me just skip over us <laughs> there's, no, there's imagine spending funny. like an entire <laughs> yeah. civilization like putting their heads together to try and get to earth to examine us and getting here and being like what the <sighs> fuck dude yeah. Can you You'll imagine that? Yeah. We don't want it. Yeah. 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 Well, because they probably saw us through one of their telescopes back when like the dinosaurs were around and it took them one gazillion years to get here. And now they're yeah. like, oh, this has gone right. very wrong. I am just so <laughs> right? excited. Like, that not we're... only are there no longer dinosaurs, but now this place is fucking shithole. Spoiler alert. Like, what is this? I'm just Ugh. excited we're finally talking about it because all of us are like, yeah, no shit. Obviously, there's other life beyond fucking Earth. Like, the the universe is enormous beyond our, our, our brains could even comprehend. I'm just happy that it's finally actually getting mentioned. And, and people are actually coming out and talking about it. I you wonder know? how the, uh, the religions of the world are going to explain this. Right? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, oh, God sent it. I I saw this TikTok, and I wish I would have saved it or sent it to you guys. 
from somebody that was in involved in some government um and he was like the reason they're telling you guys now is because they're predicting that something even bigger is going to happen in 2027 and they're basically giving everybody a heads up for sure they've i don't know if they're in communication with these extraterrestrials or what's going on but something big is coming in 2027 for sure they're trying to trying to mentally prep everyone so people People don't don't freak out yeah i'm so excited if you can hear my shit (laughs) if you can hear me fucking beat me up and get me the fuck out of here because i'm but i've got like a wife and a little baby we got to go pick up on the way and my dogs but (laughs) let's go i don't think you're gonna be taking demands from you i wish i'm not i'm I'm requesting i'll i'll I'll, you know buy a ticket i'll pay my way email (laughs) yeah your paper money backed by the u.s government means nothing to them right i wouldn't i wonder what their currency is like what do they not have that we could give them nothing they may may not have currency of course they they don't they're way evolved beyond that if they made it here and we, we can't even find life within like the reachable universe to our capabilities money means not like they, they don't have currency they live in a way far way more evolved society than we do right. i mean yeah, they're they more evolved but there's got to be something they don't have that they would desire yeah everybody's got something yeah. they're yeah. flying supersonic speeds through category four winds they have shit going on way beyond any of our earthly things that we deal with it does make me wonder though something have you heard that like theory that we're actually like we were a prison planet that they sent a certain a certain like branch of aliens sent us to earth as like like our ancestors and the reason i say that is because humans aren't actually like real good at living on earth our skin burns under our natural light we have to have shelter we can't live in our natural elements like we have to trap We can't breathe underwater, which is like what 75% of our planet. Yeah. So half of the of the actual land on the planet isn't even really inhabitable. It's covered in ice. Like, so there's this theory that we were actually a prison desert. Now they're coming Mm -hmm. back to check and they're like, well, this got out of control. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't what we had thought. Yeah. We're like Australia when they started sending people to Australia. Yeah. As a prison planet. Continent. Do you ever think that like our lifetime we're seeing like so much more than other lifetimes like you know like our great grandparents saw like cars becoming a thing you know well, yeah, like because because our technology advances but now we're seeing like the pandemic possible aliens we saw cell phones being invented the internet being invented like i feel like we're seeing so much more than other generations Still well yeah because your pe- country has wi-fi though well, <laughs> well yeah because is it people- bad i can take it i can turn it off let me know if it starts glitching because i can turn it off and well yeah I, I think of course because people evolve and you know everybody has a camera phone now and everybody has tiktok now or youtube or facebook or instagram or whatever and we're able to communicate so much quicker and more efficiently than we ever were before so you know so much about what's going on in other parts of the world than we ever did before that's exactly it jewel i think there's just as many like atrocities taking place in the world now as there was you know 200 years ago 
they're just different because technology is different and we all know about them mm-hmm. yeah i could see that but i see like, what you're saying if, too if you, if you like... hit rewind 400 and you know 50 years we like owned humans that's pretty atrocious and like if you if you go beyond that like, from florida <laughs> I mean, they only got rid of beheading in France like 15 years ago. So, like, we've always been like a brutal, horrific species. But yeah, I think it's we've increased our capability so much with it. We're much more efficient at our atrocities now. Like, we can harm in masses in a way that we couldn't before. Right. And everybody knows. I just hope that like the aliens or extraterrestrials or whatever know that we're uh we're not all bad. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we not everybody agrees with what's going on you, down here this on this been my biggest fear is ever that place. Like just because this is who people voted in or who what's going on does not mean that everybody here is like-minded people. Like everybody has for everybody has free will to an extent here you know not so much anymore a lot of that's getting stripped from people but for the most part we all have our own minds and our own thoughts and our own ideas it's just it's just crazy to me yeah like and, and 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 they've been talking about that they have known about aliens since the 1930s and we're hearing about it a hundred years later. Well, I think I think they knew before that. Like, no one will ever, ever, ever convince me that the pyramids of Giza were built without like extraterrestrial help. There's no they're way. too precise. And they point right. exactly at Orion's belt, like exactly at Orion's belt. Mm-hmm. And they're put exactly on the 45th degree axis. Like the precision that's involved in that just is even the Mayans. Right. The the Mayan ruins, a lot of them so, align yeah. with the stars and stuff like that. I, I, I well, and the, the pyramids of Giza were actually before the Mayan temple. Well, the Mayans stretched oh, okay. longer than that. that. But yeah, we were building okay. in these like triangular shapes for millennia. And I just, the the manpower and stuff it would take to create those is just, I also think like there's a reason that our earliest, earliest, earliest ancestors worships like gods and stuff from sky yeah Mm. i never thought about that that's actually like greek mythology and stuff i never Mm -hmm. thought about that that there Mm -hmm. could actually be proof and something to that well and people's ability to tell a story is only restricted by their language capabilities so if you don't have the words to express or define or explain you're gonna your brain is gonna come up with ways to fill in the gaps right like if you see something that you can't explain you you make assumptions like that's human nature good and bad so if they didn't have the words to do it they come up with zeus and aphrodite and like raw and all of it's just kind of weird that at that exact time when you look at like ancient egypt and the mayans and um greek like the greek mythology and the romans they all had very similar gods in totally different parts of the world that weren't conquering each other the way like christians 
decided they were going to conquer the fucking world and mm-hmm. spread the word of Christ. So that's how Christianity, like the Crusades, annihilated 90% of the world's population to make them into Christians. But you look at these ancient, ancient civilizations, and they were all worshiping sun gods, rain gods, um, war gods of war, all these things with the same descriptors, but no knowledge of each other. So that mm-hmm. had to come from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? I never sense. thought about it, it like that. That's a really good change. point. I make them from time to time. I've also got some lighter fun facts about uh, space that I wanted to go over. This is real deep. For This is deep. So so I put some fun (laughs) stuff into there. Um, Fun. (laughs) It's kind of gross, but there are 96 bags on the moon containing urine, feces, and vomit. That's fun, Joel. Yeah. from the Apollo 6 missions but now scientists are interested on in getting back there and examining them and seeing if they decomposed or what happened to them. Oh, there's God. 96 bads of piss shit and vomit on the moon that they must have um, taken really good notes to know that there's 96 exactly <laughs> they probably yeah. had to because right. you know if, if they get back there and they're not there where the hell did they go well, there's, it's yeah. not going to decompose, right? Space is a vacuum. No oxygen right. is present. No bacteria is present. No, like none of that exists. So it's going to probably be in exactly the same form they left it in. It'll be it's interesting like to a, learn. It's like the poop emoji. <laughs> just Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to go back there and to find out. Also, we, uh, at the end of July, lost contact with our Voyager 2 spacecraft that we that's been out there for about 50 years it's been slowly shutting down power to preserve I know, it's so energy. sad when they play like the last clip i know i know but it's the it has gone the farthest of any other uh earth-made spacecraft that's 12 billion miles away they lost contact with it they sent the command to it that pointed its antenna two degrees um off of its course and then they lost contact with it. So so they don't think that it completely lost power. They sent a signal to it um, to, to schedule. They, it's like basically a meeting with it for October 15th. The reason they had to put the meeting out that long with it, because it takes that long for the signal to get to Voyager 2. So they're hoping that on the 15th, it points its antenna back to Earth and then they can have like a, basically like a conference with it and collect any information that it received while it, while it was gone. So I'm hopeful um, for that. But I thought that that was kind of cute. Or it could be aliens. Who knows? You know, <laughs> there's Dude. no way that they have uaps flying around with that kind of technology and they don't know every single thing we have going on right around like look at this voyager 2 guy yeah look at this cute little guy what a a piece of shit what do they make this out of titanium alloy (laughs) i just picture wally out there i know just like bebopping around yeah this just makes i don't know i'm telling you right now i'm Aliens freak me out, and they always have. And I really hope that I'm wrong. I really hope they get here and they're super nice. And they're like, "Hey," and I'm like, "What's up?" And they're like, "We don't want to probe you." 
You yeah. you know why they won't be nice? Because we're not nice. Agreed. People, we're gonna yeah. try to shoot them up out of the fucking yeah. sky. We got one of their one of their pilots just chilling in fucking Area Fifty One, just down there. Probably biologicals going. from an unhuman pilot. So we don't know yeah. if that means it's a whole. whole yeah, a it's whole that could be a poop. A biological, right? Right. It could be. It could be just. It could be just a sample of something that they're calling it biologics from yeah, an it unhuman. Snot. It could be nothing. It could be. It spit. could be a whole alien. Or it, it could be a whole, whole. Yeah, it could be a whole. Like, chilling in his alien suit. Just I don't know. I just well, it, we don't even know what we would even be looking at. Like we 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 look at somebody with a brain and eyes and ears and a body and a heart. They could just yeah, but be like that's what I think. Like whenever I think of <laughs> aliens and like what we think they will look like with the because we've been trained to think eye. that's what they would look like because that's what they look like. Mm-hmm. So we're being like like Paul said in the movie Paul you're be, you've been drip fed this image so that when you see me you don't fucking freak out like that's that whole thing like we're, now they're kind of telling us like oh there are aliens and we do have one of their aircrafts so then in 2027 when all hell breaks loose we're not like Whoa! we're like oh it's just the guy the UAP and the biologic you know like I feel like it's so much like Independence Day and it's Will Smith dragging his parachute with an alien in it across the desert. I think, I honestly think that whatever they are, they're way superior than us. Their people, all of their colony or whatever they have going on probably knows about us. We are left in the dark and don't know anything about them. I think whatever they are, they're way superior than what we have and and older than what we have going on on the earth and all of their people like i said probably know about us and probably point and laugh at us right and we you know our we you know our our government acts like we're a bunch of fucking idiots and can't comprehend something being bigger than us and they're probably like really (laughs) like (laughs) like you said like 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 a prison uh planet yeah, like we're like Shawshank. We're the Shawshank of yeah. this alien planet. Yeah, oh, God. I mean that makes a lot of sense. You know, like damn, I actually kind of believe that. That's not that. That's not based on how little we know. That's not so far fetched for me for me to believe or to wrap my head around that 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 could maybe be true. Who knows? So you know, aliens, look, even when they even look animals like are built better to live here than we are. Like, look, and at we're killing animal. them. It's built to live in the climate that it lives, that it exists in until we come in and like destroy it. But, you know, all of all animals are built to exist in this world exactly where they're like native to except humans. Yeah. So do you think that, I mean, who knows? I don't know if I actually think that I'm just saying it's a theory. But could it be a theory, another theory that they're coming through here because they're like this species is killing off all of these other really important species and we we need to do something about this planet like fuck we could we could have thor could be flying through we would we fucking never know you know taking care of the plant like it's fucking crazy to me the possibilities i hope they do come we can't even convince half the world that we're killing our own planet 
Right? They're too fucking stupid to wrap their minds around it. No, they're too scared. Mm. It's too big of a problem. And the idea that <clears throat> we're literally killing off our only home. It's too, it's too much to wrap your head around. So they just, it's easier for them to say right. it's just not true. Yeah. Right. I wish yeah. I could live for like another 150 years and see where everything, how everything happens and how everything unfolds. But that's my space corner. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to live that long. I do. Just to see how everything evolves and how everything happens. Well, maybe, like, I mean, I believe in reincarnation. Maybe you'll be reincarnated and then you will see it and you'll be like, bro, remember when I thought <laughs> I wanted to live longer? Now I get to see this uh, beautiful planet that the new generation saved. I get to see it and I get to experience it instead of. I don't want to be reincarnated as an eagle or a sea turtle because then motherfuckers be chilling and the eagles go everywhere. A sea turtle or an eagle? All right, let's move on to one of Stacey's topics. I think we've talked about this one enough. Um, I think I'm going to save the Barbie movie for when Stacey's on because I feel like she's got some big thoughts on it. And I'll also give you guys time to see it if you plan on it. I think I'll probably see it it next next week. Yeah, so I'll save that one. Um, One, like, quick, easy one was, did you guys all hear about Cardi B throwing the microphone? Okay. And that girl's trying to charge her. Yeah, so apparently this girl threw her drink at Cardi B, and Cardi B got mad, and she threw her microphone at the girl, and now, and it hit the girl next to the target, and the girl next (laughs) to the target that got hit is now trying to sue Cardi B, but the video that came out, like, in the days to follow are videos of Cardi B saying, throw your drinks at me. So she is hot on stage. And so she says, everybody throw your drinks at me, douse me with water, get me wet. And she comes up to the front of the stage and she has everybody throwing their drinks. So then she's like getting all wet and she takes somebody's water and dumps it down the front of her. And she's like making it part of her act and everything like being all sexy. And then she goes to the side stage and starts a song again. And that's when the girl throws her drink. And you can't tell if it's water. It's clear. But you can't tell if it's like got ice in it or if it's an alcohol and that's why Cardi got mad or like what the situation is, why she got mad over it. But she got mad at the girl that threw the very last drink. So the girl that's trying to sue, I feel like, I mean, she might do well because Cardi. She'll get money for it. She threw a fucking microphone like that's a lot harsher, but it doesn't look good on Cardi that she said, everybody throw water at me. She says, get me wet. Come on. Like all these like trying to play on words, you know, be nasty about it. But like she says, douse me with water. I'm hot. It's hot up here. So like she looks stupid now. Like had she not said that I would have her back because there's some other videos coming out of people throwing things at performers on stage. Yeah. Brutal things. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, and what was that? I forget. Was it? Was it Kelly Clarkson that got like smacked in the face or somebody got like smacked in the face by somebody's cell phone and like oh left God. a mark on their face? Like people are starting to throw things at performers on stage. So I had her back until I read that, that she was uh, asking for yeah. it. Like, yeah, she did. I would ever throw at the stage is myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it would hopefully be Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's anything I would throw on stage. That just I'm not seems throwing like... anything at anybody, especially Taylor right? Swift. Yeah. I could yeah. never like even hit them. <laughs> no. That just seems weird. That just um another thing I wanted to talk about was obviously the Jason L. Dean song. Wait, what about so... Lizzo? Oh. Oh, I haven't read amazing. about it. I thought that something was going on, but I didn't like research it. If you want to bring it up, like that's fine if you know the details. Oh, I don't know enough about it. I Listen, I'm still deep into Swift talk. I'm going to have to come out of it soon. Like, it's rare that I hear about anything else. But she was, she was sued over sexual harassment in a hostile work environment. There you go. Yeah. Nice. I, I don't know the details of it. So we might have to save that for so next she, week. I, what I've read is that she apparently was really vulgar and mean to her, to her dancers and was even fat shaming them. And that just seems very like... Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, let's all be real. Lizzo's not a small lady. Like, yeah, she's a big, a big girl. She's very prideful of her. Well, that's part of her brand is not being small. I heard the part I heard was it's very like Ellen DeGeneresy. Like, it's not necessarily Lizzo, but it was her manager or like someone who's like the choreographer that's like in charge of everything. But Lizzo's also responsible because she saw it going on and did nothing. So, and I'm listen, just gonna I know, say it reminds me of Ellen DeGeneres. I know as much like, as I just told you. I don't know if that's true. I haven't verified it, but that it's not necessarily her specifically, but it's going on like in her under her roof kind of thing. Like, okay, and I'll she's aware of it and has done nothing about it. But I'll here's do some research and see what happens, and and we'll. Go back to it next week. Yeah, I'm sure it'll. Here's still my be thing with that though, and I felt the same way about. I don't want to get into Ellen DeGeneres stuff, but unless that person is aware and told that this is what's going on, you don't know there's a problem unless somebody speaks up. Now, if you now if if they were standing right there and something happened right in front of you, that's different. Which I know people say, but unless you bring it up like if you're not if you're not a part of the solution you're a part of the problem right. so unless people are bringing it up in other ways i just don't have a lot of faith in people that are taking it straight to social media or suing them or blasting them it's like what else did you try to do to make this better other than just get money for it like right. oh maybe he was like or you know, and, and you know i don't know the circumstances but maybe somebody said something like, you know, our dancers need to go on a better diet because they're going to be traveling a lot or they're going to be dancing. You know, we need, you, you, who knows what the situation is? I, I don't know the specifics of any of it, but like things can also be taken out of context. And I hope I really hope that Lizzo, because I really like her, wasn't a part of anything like that. And I don't see that happening. Well, the sexual but... harassment is actually coming from some male dancers saying that she she whether her or her manager i don't know like i said i haven't read about it enough um but these are some of the allegations that they were like forcing them to like touch and dance and like come on to strippers and uh like as a part of the act no, like taking oh, them out oh. after shows. Oh. And that's why they were feeling sexually harassed because it was pretty much like, no, do it. Like, this is for our entertainment kind of thing. Like, 
get kinky with this stripper in front of us type of thing. Mm, um, so it doesn't, shitty. I normally would agree with you, Julie. I think people were prone to like hyperbole and to like fly off the handle about stuff. Um, this sounds though, cause it's not just people stating it. It's in the actual like court documents. Sounds pretty bad. So we'll see though. I, like I said, I haven't done enough research. There's only so much pop culture I can allow in my brain in any one given time. And Taylor keeps doing stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I'll look into it and we'll get back. I also haven't forgot about the um, Jonathan Bonet Ramsey case that I said I'd come back to. Mm-hmm. There just hasn't been new information yet. So I'm waiting for something new to come out before I like really dive into it. Um, but the one thing I wanted to talk about was um, the Jason Aldean song that is number one on the charts right now because everybody is very obsessed with it and has opinions over it. So Jason Aldean came out with a song, Try That in a Small Town. Um, he, It's not so much the song. If you listen to the song, it's kind of like, okay, like if you're, it says like punch a cop in the face, try that in a small town. And, you know, like basically you're not going to get away with that in a small town. So he's kind of saying like these things that are happening in cities wouldn't fly in a small town. And it's kind of based on riots basically that the things that happen um in riots where um he says spit in the face of a cop um that kind of stuff that wouldn't fly in a small town so people are making fun of him because he grew up in a very large city so what does he know about a small that's town, what i was gonna one? say he grew up in a big city <laughs> yeah, yeah so but yeah. you know how many singers sing about things that they didn't experience probably a lot you know like it's a pr- the music video is pretty it's the music video that i think a lot of people have a problem with well you know what ryan didn't see in his video january 6th he course, did it yeah. out in out in front of the building where that man was drugged yeah. behind a vehicle yeah they're calling that, it a modern lynching song yeah. that yeah. that i think is the issue mm-hmm. right well, and where I that think black man was dragged behind a car like, and I that's... think a lot of the people that are saying, I don't think Jason Aldean wants to come out and say that he knew that. He oh, maybe he, he, he maybe didn't know it. He oh, knew. Jewel, this is the same guy who who a few years ago was caught calling a bunch of people the N word on camera. Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, <laughs> like yeah, he, he knows I, I exactly he's a known racist. <laughs> he yeah, knows exactly I didn't what he's know doing. that. But he knew. Did, was this said? I'm so sorry. Was this said that he was actually wasn't he performing during the Mandalay Bay? Yes. Yeah. And he like ran off stage, Mandalay... didn't warn anybody. Right. Like he's being right. like ridiculed for the way he handled that too. Right. He's just a. He's just. He's just not a good. He's. He's your basic American white straight guy who, you know, thinks he has a big dick. That's probably pretty. Yeah. Cool. So I think a lot of like, it's become a a left and right thing because what, what doesn't become a left and right thing. So Democrats are like, oh, this is very like, obviously a racist song, pro gun, pro like violence. Like, this is horrible. How can you even like listen to this or watch this video and not think that? And the right side is saying, just listen to the words. Like what video basically? And they're saying, just listen to the words and like, that's all that matters is this doesn't fly in a small town. And, and I feel like laughing all the, the way to the bank. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it's the video. That is, 
is the real problem. So I found a meme that I was actually kind of like I agreed with that came from a Republican site. Until you, if you don't think about the fact that the video exists, he says, Jason Aldean saying, sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Machine Gun Kelly saying, then I'll fucking stomp him in the face. Jason Aldean saying, carjack an old lady at a red light. Snoop Dogg saying, because I'm a pistol strapping carjacking something. It's cut off. Jason Aldean saying, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. Sublime saying, the first spot we hit was the liquor store. I finally got all that alcohol I can afford. Jason Aldean said, yeah, think it's cool. We'll act a fool if you like. Cuss a cop out, spit in his face. Body count saying, I'm about to bust some shots off. I'm about to dust some cops off. So they're saying, like, if we have songs. I know. That's not Taylor, I'll tell you that. No, there's stupid lyrics. God. Like, we have songs that say, like, that promote, like, you know, fuck the police and, you know, like, all these different things. Or even the WAP song. Like, come on, that's gross. Like, how can we be mad at him if he's just saying, try that in a small town? And I feel like what people are trying to do is, like, say, look how innocent and sweet the lyrics are. But really, it's all about the video, the video. It's, well, yeah. it's, and also i don't feel like a lot of the songs i mean obviously i know i don't even want to say what i'm going to say i'm not going to say it i think that you know the rap lyrics that they're saying that's that's not racist like the video in and of itself is racist right like it's a racist right. fucking video right like so it's like the the right though they say this like oh you can you can't you you say this is bad but this is okay well no we never said that was okay it was criticized at its time as well but they didn't also put some video up that's a big racist piece of shit video and that's like you're saying is the kind of the problem right like the lyrics aren't horrible <clears throat> but the video is horrendous i think like, the right. I, I i think for me my biggest issue is like like you said aaron it's, it's not the lyrics it's that well the lyrics aren't great the the jason aldean always is his lyrics are always kind of catchy and you're gonna have little kids rolling around listening to this song and thinking it and not understanding the meaning of it you're it's like molding people into saying something or thinking something that they wouldn't necessarily do. I mean, I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. He's a fucking racist piece of shit and doing it in front of that building was wrong, but you're also bleeding that into people that are Jason. Ald- Cause I've liked Jason Aldean's songs. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like he's catchy. He's got good music. He's got good <laughs> producing. Yeah. He like catchy. he's, there's there's certain never... songs that there's certain songs to him that I, I really like, but it's so it's like you're breeding and bleeding this hatred into people that don't even realize it's happening. That's exactly like, it, Jewel. It, it's, yeah. it's such manufactured right wing nostalgia. Like yes, it, here's the thing with the difference with those other songs, and you could get it because then we can get into a, a discussion of what is art and art is, you know, subjective right. and like all these things, but right. those songs are saying exactly what they mean. Yeah. There's no trying to figure out what the like underlying message is. Right. So right. the the whole like false dichotomy of it is he released the actual song in May 
and people were like, oh, this is a catchy tune. They start listening to it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he releases the music video trying to subtly release, he subtly releases all these racist undertones to it. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's he created this think. huge controversy. And yeah. now he has the entire right wing propaganda network defending him. And make yep. no mistake, in 2021, when he got um, caught on video drunkenly using the N-word at people, he shot up the charts. Like, because the right wing embraces so just obscenely that type of behavior because they feel like they need to defend him. So he's, I guess the difference to me is you're right. Those lyrics that you read off talking about, listen, I really personally, I don't want to hear about anyone getting shot. I don't want to hear about cops get like, I don't, that's not my type of music, but art is subjective, but they're in your face with it where this is a, a like a leading you in with the, Oh, like nostalgia for the small town feel of like, the, how the right has this fear that of the big cities, even though statistically you are 20% more likely to die at a young age in a rural small town than you are in an urban city, whether it be by car, alcohol, gunshot, or drugs, you are 20% more likely to die in a rural area than you are in an urban city. So that whole like false dichotomy is kind of a moot point anyway, but it's, he's clinging to, this like idealistic like image that they have and he's luring them in with racist undertones and julie uh -huh. you're exactly right then you get kids listening to it and then they want to watch the video and now they don't even realize they're being drawn in to these images and these ideas and it's being presented in like a really sneaky way whereas a parent if you hear machine gun kelly tom talk about curb stomping someone as a parent you're like you're not fucking listening to that like right. you're not listening to that. Right. If you hear very what a rapper what talking means. about shooting cops as a parent, you get to decide you're not listening to that. Like you're too right. young to be exposed to that type of thing. Whereas this, he lured them in and mm -hmm. creating this controversy. It shot him up the damn charts. Like he, first he lived in Macron, Georgia, which has a population of like 140,000. Now he lives in Nashville, Tennessee. That's like 700,000. He also owns a home in Turks and Caicos. He owns a home in Rhode Island. He owns a home in uh, St. Rosa, Florida. So I don't know what small town this asshole's talking about, but it's like not the one he's depicting in there, which is even more of like a glaring red flag of you're sending the dog whistles. You're sending the racist dog whistles that we've seen become so common with right wing propaganda. And listen, Jason doesn't give a shit if liberals are pissed. Actually, it's better for him if we try to quote unquote cancel him because it makes him more popular with the right. He's getting talked yeah. about. He's getting yeah. talked about. Yeah. And even when he said the N-word, he he still broke the top 10 billboard chart. Like, yeah. Well, you know, the, he feels this shit. It's like the minute that we, the the left cancels something, the right just holds them up even higher. They're like, oh, they hate them. Well, that means we do good. the same thing. The left bad. does the same thing. As soon as the right cancels somebody, we, you know, rally around them. Look at Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. So that's not, that doesn't bother me. Like we all, we're such a tribal society. Like we pick our teams and we stick with them. We put on our jerseys and we tell everyone else to kick rocks. My my issue with him doing this is it's very deceitful the way he's going about it. And he knows what he's uh -huh. doing. And yeah. the right knows what he's doing. And that's why they're embracing it so much. And it's why, yeah. like, the governor of whatever, South Carolina or South Dakota, or one of the Souths that no one gives a shit about, was like, 
you can't cancel him for having beliefs that you have. He has free speech. He can speak his mind. If it's just about a small town, what are you defending? Like, why are mm. you defending his free speech rights and claiming First Amendment bullshit if he's just voicing like, oh, it's so lovely growing up in a small town where you know your neighbor. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. But like yeah. me, I don't get worked up over this kind of shit because he's, this is garbage human behavior. And the more like attention and airtime you give him, he, Jason Aldean has about a hundred million dollars in real estate portfolios. Jason Aldean doesn't give a shit about the opioid em- epidemic that's killing small towns in rural America. Jason Aldean doesn't give a shit about the the crushing losses that the South faces when it comes to child poverty or child health care or how they're, you know, the entire South is the bottom 10 of this country in education. Like he doesn't care about that. He wants to talk about spitting in a cop's face. Like, I, it's all just such, like, propaganda nonsense to me that, listen, you, I have an you, era's tour to think about. Like, there's yeah. some shit going down. <laughs> you, you know what upsets me about it, though, Jax, is, like, and maybe I just became more aware of it when Trump became president. I, but for me personally, who didn't pay a ton of attention to politics and racism and everything before that because in my little e-brain mind I, I didn't think it was an issue or as big of an issue as it actually is I just feel like it upsets me because we're already in such a divide politically um ethically like <laughs> racially like we're we're in such a divide doing shit like that just makes it fucking worse. So it's like, don't do that. Like if, if you have the better good and you're open to all listeners, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure because I was adjacent. I didn't know about that 2021 thing until you just said that I hadn't even heard about it. And I've been listening to Jason Aldean. He's got, I mean, some of my favorite songs are his songs until I read about this stuff until you just said that. Like, what if you have, black listeners or which i'm sure he does like you're fucking being a dick and and you're just creating that divide even more like i can't wrap my mind around somebody who has such a big audience contributing to that and making it worse like do you not see what the fuck is going on in the world it's getting bad and it's only getting worse. And with these elections coming up, it's going to get even worse. It's, it, 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 in my mind, it doesn't matter who wins this next presidential election. There's going to be a fucking war because both sides are going to be fucking pissed if the other side wins. I'm terrified. I'm terrified, dude. Like in doing shit like that when you have such a huge platform is only making everything worse for the general public and possibly for people's livelihoods, families. Like people are going to die and be killed over dumb ass shit. And it fucking terrifies me. I really think though that like... I'm scared. And then this is where the people that think exactly opposite of how you're thinking they're they're happy that the divide is happening and that we they can rise up 
and oh, you know God. try to take back you know america god's america you know like that jesus christ whole thing. yeah it's it's really god we got fucking aliens flying around us right well and that's where it's like it's really hard because like you and i we all think the same way we're like what the fuck right like we're like what are these people doing like why isn't jason why isn't trump using his platform to teach good things instead of all this bullshit you know you have this wide platform that you could reach so many millions of people you should be like why isn't elon musk spending his money feeding the poor you know why is fucking jeff bezos not helping end you know homelessness in in this country like why aren't these people doing this because we're actually good people and they're not and that's what it comes down to and but on the other side of it they think we're bad people and they're the good people so it's just that's really fucked up like what the fuck and they think we don't know anything right yeah or that we're stupid Mm -hmm. you know we're we're uneducated dumb poor people and that's yeah. where our political yeah. divide comes in. It, it's, you know, the, the left is always seen as the ones that want to, like, actually help people. And the right want to take shit away all the time. But they see it as just the opposite. They're helping the rich and, you know, taking yeah. shit away from the poor. And it's just, it's just fucked up. It really is. It reminds me of that fucking show, Silo. Oh, Have you guys it. watched yeah. that? Great show. Oh, my Great yeah. show. I'm like, that... Um, is so true right like the, up, and, the and, up tops and the down lows the up tops and, and the down lows yeah yeah put me in the down lows with her and all yeah fuck yeah fuck. Like, the down lows. yeah oh my put god me out there with juliet i'm gonna oh. work my ass off yep. yeah i belong in the blue collar rebecca <laughs> yeah. ferguson so. is like my fucking jam man i love her love that her. show is a and it, 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 it a lot of these shows touch on a lot of those things and how we live like yeah. that's why what the right hates a- hollywood so much right? yeah. oh my god like, but it makes it fucking think it's like a reflection of damn what society thinks of them and they don't like the anything. high the middle and the low and that's the fucking yep. silo yeah. um, i can't, so the I can't last wait thing for I fucking wanted season to, two like touch on really really fast before i let you guys talk about taylor swift because i know you want to um <laughs> is just basic psas um so Two people have died. I know it was kind of a big deal a few years ago, kind of a lot of years ago, when that lady on the radio died um, from drinking too much water. Oh, yeah. Hold your wee for a wee. So two people recently have died. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? They had a radio contest that people had to drink. Yeah, years ago, where people had to drink water and you couldn't go pee. And it was hold your wee for a wee. It was when we first came out. And if you were the last person to go pee, then you got a wee you got you won a wee so this lady ended up dying of water toxicity because it depletes your electrolytes so much that your brain swells which i think is very weird uh side effects but and she died so i know it was a big deal a long time ago but we've actually had two big ones this summer it was a mom of two or three who drank just four water bottles in an hour that was it. And that was enough to do it. It depleted her electrolytes. And then a boy, he was 11, and he was trying to learn how to do that thing where you take a water bottle and you put it in your mouth and you squish it real fast and all the water goes down your throat. Like they do on TikTok. And he, yeah. And he also died from water toxicity. So um, just a PSA if you're dehydrated, drink a water and then drink a Gatorade and then wait an hour. 
you know, like let your body, let it go through, let it do its thing and then drink some more water because it was equivalent to the four water bottles the lady drank in 60 minutes just to try to feel better because she had been out on like the lake or something where she felt dehydrated. Um, It was equivalent to a two liter bottle. So if you think about how much that is in one hour that's like that is that kind much, of a lot though. i mean yeah, that's, that's a, a lot kind of but it's lot. not that much if, if if you're dehydrated so opposite of that in colorado i've been up in altitude before and started getting altitude sickness mm-hmm. and i sat there with a line of like five or six water bottles and just downed them because i knew i was getting out i'd lived in colorado at that point for like six years and but we had all been drinking the night before and I woke up and I was like, oh, I had the pounding headache. Like, yeah, I think it's different when you're already dehydrated. Well, I guess it's and not. It's it's let your body process a water bottle at filter a time. It through. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're dehydrated doesn't mean you need to drink a ton of water. You need to replace your electrolytes. So a Gatorade, an a Gatorade. IV um, packet, one of those where you get some electrolytes and then one water bottle is sufficient. Like that's enough. You don't need to drink two liters of water real quick to try to replace your water. Well, also um, the, that that's good. Old info. Wives I didn't know that like you need to drink 64 ounces of water a day. That's not necessarily true because how much water your body actually needs is really dependent on your muscle mass, your height, your weight, like your activity level. Like it's very different for different people. So like Julie, you may be able to drink like six bottles. This woman could have been five, one, 110 pounds. And it's going to be, her body's going to absorb it in a very different way. Well, I actually appreciate that info because I don't drink water at all. And that's how I drink water is because I hate the taste of water. So I'll have to sit there and drink like- I'll take, I hate drinking water and I'll sit there like See, humans are bad at being humans, especially For after sure. I've been drinking in the next day, I'm like, shit, I didn't drink any water and I'll down a 32 ounce bottle of water. Yeah. Don't do that. But it always makes yeah. me like kind of, yeah, no, <laughs> apparently that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, if you that's... don't only drink Gatorade because that's obviously not good for you either. Too much sugar. But... Yeah. Well, even the like Gatorade zeros, you know, like the zero sugar or whatever, don't only drink that because you don't want to like, you know, overdo it, but drink a serving of Gatorade and then drink a water and let that do its job. You don't need to drink, you know, six bottles. Um. So the other PSA is um. there's a mom online. I think she's called the, the water bead mom. Um, I think that's it. And she's trying to let everyone know about the dangers of water beads. So there's Orbeez that are a big deal with kids. The dangers Um, of what? Water beads. So there's Orbeez. Yeah, there's Orbeez, which is is colorful ones that are, they're little balls and you get them wet and they absorb the water and they turn into squishy marbles. And so there's, they're branded for kids. They have like a foot spa bathing it was really big for people to dump a ton of them into pools at one time but there's also the kind that you put into vases to like put fake flowers in and they just look pretty it looks like crystals um those are definitely toxic orbeez are kind of like it's it's not well known if they're toxic or not they i guess some kids have had reactions to them and some haven't so it's kind of but it's still the same thing kids are trying to drink them they're trying to eat them because of boba, I guess, because boba is so popular. They're well, there's also like, kids. there was that three-year-old that just put one in their mouth. What and- the fuck is boba? Yeah, they, 
<laughs> we don't have time to catch you up on everything, Julie. <laughs> so this lady is trying to get it out there. Her daughter ate one. One. And it was the child's toy kind. Her older daughter had them in her room. And they kept the kids separate because the baby, she didn't want her baby to put them in her mouth. One got away from the older daughter and the baby swallowed it. They don't show up on x-rays. And that's the big like, oh, my God, factor is that this baby started showing signs of neurological damage and they couldn't figure out why because it doesn't show up on an X-ray. And so she was she was set back in her milestones and didn't fully recover, but she didn't die. So, I mean, that's good. But she is forever impaired now because these beads give people give babies mostly neurological damage. So PSA. Don't buy Orbeez. They're, it's mm-hmm. not worth it. It's not worth it to have them in your house because even a five, six, seven-year-old would put them in their mouth. Do you remember biting frosted bouncy balls? Oh, Everybody yeah. Oh, bro. oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Take a bite Same out of thing. crime. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Biting oh, a yeah. Nerf football. Like, everybody did it. It feels funny to bite, like, funny stuff. These Orbeez, like, little kids think that it's fun to bite them. And I literally just put my notes, Orbeez, no. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> don't buy them. Don't gift them to people because they're trendy and they're online as, you know, this cool thing they're to like cheap. jump in a kiddie pool. They're cheap. They're, yeah, just cancel. Let's cancel. I saw the mom on TikTok. My heart broke for her. Awful. Yeah. And especially, and grandmas, don't put them in your vases if you're going to have your mm-hmm. grandkids around. Like, just just say no to water beads mm-hmm. altogether. Huh. Fucking Arkansas over here. What's boba? <laughs> I, I have no idea what boba Google is. boba tea. B-O-B-A-T. Jesus Christ. Right? I even know what boba tea is. Right? <laughs> Down here in Florida. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh... talk about Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. limit us. To I have five places minutes, that do it. Like there, it's a tea boba tea. Like places, so that's not good for you. No boba oh, tea. No, is boba fine. tea is fine. It's the boba tea that they're blaming for making kids Wanna make pretend drinks and yeah. drink the beads because they feel oh, exactly they the choke same. on them. Well, no boba tea is fine. No, the stuff inside. No. The stuff inside guys. the one Stacy's talking about. I'm sorry, um, you guys. Yeah. I, I have no idea what it okay, is. Okay, don't worry about it. Everybody who's listening knows what we're talking about. Is boba tea good or bad? Boba for you? tea. No, boba tea is fine. <laughs> the little Orby water beads look like boba tea balls. So kids put them in their mouths. Oh. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> just started explaining it right away instead of not trying to. <laughs> just get it out okay. of the way. Uh, Taylor Swift, Aaron, Stacy, me, and Anne went and saw her last. Was it last week? Last Friday. Shit, it was last week. It was last Friday. It was a week ago tonight. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. Uh, I always think she's not going to outdo her last tour, and she always outdoes her last tour. But listen, everybody has seen enough on uh, TikTok that I think everyone's seen the entire era show. I will tell you this, it's way better in person. What I did want to talk about was Taylor donating $55 million to her staff. She's a boss. Is incredible. She basically tipped, she basically left a $55 million tip. She's a fucking boss. 
because it was a tip that is not a write-off for her. So people saying she's just trying to lower her like tax bracket for, you know, to have to pay less taxes or whatever. That wasn't part of their salary. It was a tip. So it's not a write-off. It's not an expense because it was a gift. So she paid taxes on it and then gave it to them anyway. Or she'll still have to claim it as income, I mean. So it truly was a gift. So there was like 500 of her staff. And we're talking about like truck drivers, um, stage, uh, the people who set the stage, pull the stage, um, sound technicians, all the people that you don't realize like take part in putting on a show because it's just set up when you get there. Security, like all of those people were each given $100,000 from her with a handwritten note which I think is just amazing. Amazing. Now, to be clear, she didn't write 500 handwritten notes. She wrote 50 handwritten notes. She gave handwritten notes to every truck driver because her truck drivers were assigned to her the entirety of her North America tour. So when they dropped off her stuff in um, Los Angeles for this final leg of the tour, uh, Scott Swift, her dad, delivered hand-delivered to them a letter from Taylor and their $100,000 check. So... There was people online, um, you know, saying, I'm going to be able to send my kids to college now. Um, And I mean, appropriately grateful for the money because Taylor Swift doesn't have to do that. What really made me mad was the plethora of people saying she should have given them more. And it's just like, how? And they keep saying, they keep saying online, like, this is a billion dollar tour. She's going to make a billion dollars off of it, which that's a astronomical sum of money. It's the largest tour that's ever happened on this planet. But Taylor Swift does not make a billion dollars on this. She has to pay the stadium. She has to pay Ticketmaster. She has to pay her manager staff. She has to pay her, like, she has to pay her dancer. She has to pay all of these people. She grosses, apparently, about $15 million a tour when everybody, uh, a show, after everybody's paid out and everything is all, which is still an insane amount of money. Like, I'm not saying it's not. Mm -hmm. But then to hand out $55 of it, I don't know. It's pretty huge. It's pretty huge. <laughs> like, yeah, it's she doesn't good. have to do that. I didn't go. It was the other Stacy, but I have to say that seeing the amount of people that are talking about the girl power feeling at the concerts, amazing, because yeah. it's they say it's like you know the drunk girls in line at the bathroom at a club. How they're oh, I love your shoes. I love your outfit. That's mm-hmm. so cute. Leave that guy. What's wrong? You know. They say mm-hmm. that the concerts are like that, that it's just so much girl power and girl positive, positivity that I think that's amazing. I'm also seeing a lot of mom and daughter bonding. Oh, I love at these, oh my God, and I love, yeah. love that. And the other thing is, how incredible is it that the first night of her tour out here, she caused a, what was it, 2.2 on the 2.3 Richter scale. Earthquake. In we were there. Seattle. We did that. We did it. I felt it. Seattle, they felt it. No. Yep. How crazy is that? That's amazing. Here's my question. Taylor went out and gave our Lord and Savior Taylor Ellison. Everybody a hundred thousand (laughs) dollar bonus. So to these people saying, "Oh, that's not good enough." What What's the amount that would have been good enough for you? Not because a hundred. It's like she gave them a two thousand or five, which still would have been good. It's a gift. Oh, it wasn't oh, even their pay. They already got paid. A hundred thousand dollar bonus. Bonus. 
on top of what they're already getting paid to these people, nothing she ever could have done would have been enough. So mathematically, Jax, I'm I'm sure you've probably already done this. But if you do 55... 550 people. That is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's not good enough for people. A hundred thousand. You know what? And I'm and I'm sure if Taylor financially could have done a million dollars for all of them, she would have fucking done it. Like, like (laughs) a hundred thousand dollar bonus is more than probably what fifty to sixty percent of the United States makes in a year. Well, it's also not taking. It's not taking into consideration one. we didn't find like, this out from Taylor. Jesus Taylor's Taylor's Christ. team didn't release a statement saying this happened. Right. Like she we just found this did it. We found this out because those employees started talking about it on TikTok. Number Get two, every single every single city she's toured in, she's given at least at least a hundred thousand dollars to local food pantries and shelters. Number three, it is being estimated. That her tour has generated enough revenue in businesses like uh, the airline industry and the hotel industry and the local restaurant industry that she saved America from a recession. Taylor Swift saved America from a recession. And I did see an... um, He saved America! Did you you guys see how that football player, um, Kelsey, was bitching that Taylor wouldn't talk to him before or after a show? Mm -hmm. No. So... Okay, so he went on there. He went to the Eras tour. Uh, he plays for Kansas City. He's one of the Kelsey brothers. Like, there's two brothers that play in the NFL. And listen, I'm not actually hating on this guy because I think he meant it in jest. He was like, he got on this radio show and he was like, yeah, I tried to introduce myself to her. I wanted to get to know her. But she, I was told that she she won't use her voice before or after a show because she's saving it for the, for the next show. And we were at the Eras tour on Thursday. Friday night, and I will tell you this: when she's talking, you can tell she's losing it. Like she's there's been, but let me let me finish. There's football players that that have come on and said, "I took my daughter and my wife to this concert because they they had to go," and I don't know how she physically is doing it. But here here's what really got me so much. Here's what really got me about this story. They're all like, "Oh, Taylor Swift rejects like uh, Kelsey or whatever," and. The coverage about it, I, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, this woman, just based on that, I know that there's at least 550 staff members that rely on her capability of being able to sing. The the 75 plus thousand fans that are waiting in a stadium to hear her sing. There's a shit ton of people that are reliant on Taylor's ability to perform, like just in general. Mm-hmm. And you have the audacity to think you're special enough that she should risk her voice to speak to you. And then you're so irritated by it. You go on a radio show to bitch about her. Like, and I don't think he actually was like, I think he was trying to be funny and being like, I just couldn't even get her to come talk to me kind of thing. Like, I don't think he was actually trying to be a dick about it, but that's how seriously she takes her job. And that's how many people she would affect. Like if you put into context, 550 behind the scenes people to put on the air to the era's tour show. That's a lot of mouths. She's feeding a lot of families that are responsible for whether or not she's in like, whether or not she rolls an ankle, whether or not she pulls a muscle, whether or not her voice is working. And like, I don't think we give that enough credit because 
how often do we hear about these big artists canceling shows because of sore throats and right. it's raining yeah. and Justin Bieber drunk. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. Like, I'm not saying these people should be risking their bodily injury <laughs> to right. work. Like, that's yeah, not but, what I mean. But she puts it all to the side. Well, Justin Bieber canceled his entire fucking tour. Mm-hmm. Not just well, a couple places. His entire fucking tour because he, he got to stop sick. performing. He's he's real sick. He's mm-hmm. like he needs to stop performing. He has he's like sick sick. Yeah, he's sick. He had Lyme disease and oh, yeah, uh, Lyme's disease. I'm Bell's sorry. palsy. Yeah. He's but, like, so, but but he cancels his tour and then gets drunk and goes out and performs yeah. and up uh, with other people and his uh, yeah, fans cool. are getting pissed about it. Which um, I whatever. just don't think people keep in their head they're these human. tours. Well, not just that. These tours, a lot of people's like financial stability is dependent on these right. tours. This is their well, job. The way you explain it job. to me, I think yeah. put it into perspective too, Jax, when you were saying, and you'll have to like say the numbers on here, how many nights in a row she performs and how many hours long she's performing. Yeah. Three and a half right. hours a night. And she performs at a minimum two. Some places are three nights. So SoFi Stadium, her last leg, she's performing six nights in a row. Yeah, really and that's close. three and a half hours of singing. And anyone yeah. who in dancing, she dances the whole time. Yeah. There's like four minutes when she's laying down on the, yeah. On the yeah. stage. Or she's like, sitting like playing the yeah. piano. The rest of the time yeah. she's di- my feet hurt from standing for yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you were in heels. Yeah. <laughs> and I was and she does it in heels. Yeah. It was well, the TikTok I followed. Too, like... JJ Watt got on this thing and he was like, I'm a professional football player and I have no idea how she physically does what she does so well, if she missed a fucking podcast or no, it was a, radio a podcast thing, he just wanted to hit on her he was just trying oh, to hit on her at the show well and like i think she's got think like a billion remember, other people to worry about we have so. to remember too that like she doesn't probably talk to anybody outside of a very small group of people because she doesn't want to get sick either yes like it's COVID she is can't get a very cold. real. Yeah, right. she doesn't yeah. want to get a cold. She doesn't want to get the flu. She can't afford to. So she probably sees maybe five or six people ever, mm-hmm. and then like she and gets how to long see her dancers and everything. But her tour won't. started last year. It ends this weekend. She's taking three months off, and then she starts the European leg of her tour. And when that's over, she comes back to the U.S. She is performing until next December. Yeah. That's insane. By the I time don't... this is done, uh, the SoFi portion, this first portion. Why is she doing that tour? Because she has so many fans. She wants everyone to be able to see her. Yeah, but she's going to make herself sick. Like, Listen, by the time this healthy. SoFi show is over on whatever it is. When, next, next December Wednesday. 2024, December. Yeah. By the time oh, this no. first tour is over, this first portion of it in North America, she will have performed for over 9 million people. That's crazy. <laughs> Nine million people. And that's just this portion of it. I'm sure she has all of the nutritionists. Oh, for sure. Doctors. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's because you can't no, physically yeah. do but that. But here's the thing. No, you can have all that and you can still roll your ankle on stage. Yeah. They're letting her perform in that pouring rain. If I was like her I manager, know, I like her that. insurance carrier, I'd been like, oh my well, God. You know, her legs are insured for like $3 million. I can only imagine. Also, yeah. how is she not hurting her vocal cords? She like, is. She is. She That's is. why she's not talking. Yeah. 
to right. read for what she's and it's have also to talk why to. she's singing very specific songs. Like if you, she's playing her hits, right? And her hits don't press her into a vocal range. That's really trying. Right. But I will give her this: she sings live at every one of those performances because there was certain lines at this last one you can hear her voice <laughs> kind of crack and falter because she's exhausted. She yeah. might yeah. have to start tapering off a little bit and like taking away songs. People, people, so, people, people, she's like, the fuck but it, do it. Be no, no, yeah. I'm not saying lip sync. I'm, I'm saying, but people go there to be in her presence and yeah. to see her. If she was like, you guys, I want to sing this next song for you, but it's been a long tour. So I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and, and talk for a little bit. People wouldn't care. Her, she yeah. Here's the thing. She doesn't her, need to sing because everyone yeah. sings the songs. Yeah. So she's you can't even her voice hear her. very low. Like, her fans, like I'm sure she's not shouting it all into the microphone. Like, her fans know, like her wouldn't care. They would love that she was being real yeah. and just like, look, I'm just going to sit here and talk to you guys for a little bit and, <laughs> you know, talk about <laughs> shit. Like her fans would not be mad just because they just want to be there with her. And it would actually probably be be more impacting to them if she was just being real. And she probably will. I don't know. But here's the craziest part. I don't know how she can do that for that long. Here's the craziest part. In between her shows, she's going to the recording studio. She's recording another album right now. She's crazy. (laughs) When she said, when um, during the tour, right before she sings Champagne Problems, she gets up there and she goes, I wrote this song two days into the pandemic. And Aaron and I were like, (laughs) We're like, we we could live a million years and never write anything as good as this song. And she did it two days into the pandemic. We're like, it took us. She's just a force. And then when 1989 TV comes out, you you know why everybody loves Taylor? Because I was not a Taylor. I don't even care how much you guys love Taylor. What's made, what's, 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 why, what, she's just very, uh, real. And she's very calm and, and she's very, she's so fucking down to earth. I'm about she's to a, meet you. She's a super superstar. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. yeah. So, so here's, someone like me. Well, no, I'm <laughs> saying for even people like me or like Stacey who aren't like, eh, she's not that fucking great. I mean, you got fucking Lady Gaga and Christina Aguilera who blow canceling shows. No, who blow <laughs> not oh, lyrically yeah. but vocally her out of yeah, the yeah, yeah. No water. Does that? Oh yeah, no. Yeah, Taylor like, is. Joe, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. She's so down to earth. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's true. It's highly anticipated that 1989 TV is going to come out. And it's true. Jackson want to hear it. I, no, I, I said that all you. along. No, Taylor you. is not the best vocalist on the planet. Everyone knows that. I'm saying yeah. we have to wrap this up because you just keep talking. Um, <laughs> so 1989 TV is expected to come out. Reputation is expected to come right, out. And debut is expected to come out. And it's expected that she may release them all at the same time. Here's the thing about 1989 TV. And for those that don't know, TV stands for Taylor's version because some people think like it's a TV show. It's not. It's Taylor's version. I wish. <laughs> she wrote 150 songs for 1989. Can't, can't even imagine. 150 songs. So the vault tracks are going to be stupid. Extensive. Like it's going to be insane. I can't But um, I really just wanted to talk about the, I mean, 
you can be in this game a long time. She didn't have to give that $55 million away and she did. So props to her. And, um, I'm just, I told Aaron the night of the concert and I've said this a million times before. I feel really lucky to be alive at the same time as Taylor Swift, like genuinely lucky. It's like a Beatles mania kind of thing. And I think it's cool. It's intense. It's so intense being there. It's just intense. Aaron's gone three times, so she doesn't get to go again. I, um, if I get tickets, I'm going. <laughs> just a PS. All right. Jewel, what are you obsessed with this week? Silo. Uh, I watched time. almost the entire season in the last two days. So good. It's so, so good. So it touches on so many things. Silo. Silo's Love so good. It. Yeah. I can't, I can't fucking wait for it to come out. Season two. Zigzag yeah. Paddywhack, what are you obsessed with? Oh, uh, well, getting back from California for Taylor and having just a really lovely time there, as always. Um, Lincoln loves me. <laughs> that, that was that was crazy. Um, and I think I kind of like him. I'm not going to lie. kind of like him. He's a cool You played kid. with one lizard one time with him. One and li- now he's obsessed. Was, yeah. Yeah. He literally, like, was giving me a hug goodbye and didn't want to say goodbye. I was like, oh. Um... My little heart, my little, my tiny little Grinch heart grew three sizes. <laughs> um, uh, then we're going, we leave for Vegas tomorrow for Katie's bachelorette party. So um super excited about that. Um, it's a hashtag Katie's last flamingle. <laughs> and that is comment that Aaron said her tiny little Grinch heart. Aaron- <laughs> the biggest fucking heart <laughs> like of anybody that we've yeah, ever like you have no. this huge big yes you do for everybody oh my God, yeah so you're this big warm welcoming heart so stop tiny right. little french heart get the fuck out of here um <laughs> yeah no I, i'm really excited i think it'll be a really great time and yeah, I just, oh, I just finished a home for the holidays. I turned it into my my editor, so that's really exciting. Milf and cookies. Milf and cookies uh, coming to you in November. Um, coming to you. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm super, I love this book so much. It is like every one of my fantasies come to life. It is insanely good. And I'm I'm saying that it's good. Like I'm saying it. I'm saying it's good. I'm so excited about it. Uh, yeah. And Jackie and I are so hard at work uh, interference. Cool. Aaron, I love you so When's much. When's the audio book come out? I will read all of your books. That For Glitch. So <laughs> yeah. Um, glitch audiobook should hopefully be out middle of middle of August, but the minute next it week. happens, it says two weeks. And when did we press? Okay. So uh. I would say... Let's. I'm gonna shoot for end of August. It'll be ready. Okay. It should be should be good to go. We just waiting for them to okay it, and then it's live. Once they okay it, it's live. Stace, what are you obsessed with? I have the absolute best friends, like that anybody could ever have. It's true because it's true. Um, for my 40th birthday, this group of friends drove six and a half hours to hang out at a place that I picked out. And on top of that, they threw me a party, a Barbie themed party, surprise party, and went all out. They dressed up. 
There were decorations. There was a themed drink. There was a cake that I ate for a week because it was so amazing. It was the best cake I've ever had. Um, and they just went all out. And I felt so special and appreciated and loved and shocked, you know, and it just driving back. I just felt like, holy shit, like these people just went so out of their way for me that like, I don't know, I didn't expect that. And um, I feel very lucky for that. Aww. That was really sweet. Um, I am obsessed with, let's see. Oh, Lincoln started kindergarten this week. It's real touch and go. Some days are very good. Some days are very bad. Um, <laughs> listen, kids are not great at adjusting. He is no exception. Some days, the first day I was like, did you have fun? I said, what was your favorite part of school? And he said, nothing. And I was like, okay. So, but he's very excited about being a bulldog. Like very excited. He's very into spirit day. Um, that's very exciting for him. He really digs being able to wear like a bulldog t-shirt. Um, his teacher is kind of old school. She's like been doing this 25 years. What I like about her is she's very, very nice, but is like kind of strict and Lincoln needs that. He needs someone to be like, no, you have to be on time. Like there's, if, if you're late, she puts a pink notice up on the door and you have to go to the office. Like she's very, kids need boundaries and they need to learn to be independent. And I am getting them ready for the rest of their school life. So we have to set these up now, but she's sweet. So I really like her. Um, I asked Lincoln what she thinks and he's like, she talks a lot. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I mean, she's giving them so much information the first week, like trying to set up rules and like recess. And like, she's, this is their, a lot of their first time, like preschool and TK is very different than like kindergarten. Do you know that you got homework in kindergarten now? Yep. Wild. He has a math book. Wow. Yeah. They got a lot to learn. They got a lot to learn. So, um, he is actually like the last two days he's been better about going, but when he comes home, he's a fucking nightmare, but it's because this is also his first time going to school every day and not taking naps in the daytime. So it's rough, but I think it's going to be good for him. Um, chain learning how to cope with change is good. Learning to be resilient is good. So it's, it's funny to watch him now because now that, his teacher's trying to teach him independence. He like wants to do all these things by himself that like he's never really been able to do. Like he wants to buckle his own car seat and he wants to like do these things that, like he thinks that a big kidder sp- is supposed to do, but he can't quite do it yet. So then he gets frustrated and then it's a whole, like it's a whole thing, but yep. Started kindergarten. So I've got 13 years left. <laughs> the countdown has begun. Countdown begins. <laughs> Um, but besides that, yeah, uh, heading into the end of our super busy time at work. So that's going to be a relief. And, um, yeah, I'm still, still feeling real good from, from Taylor Swift. We got tattoos. Oh yeah. Our tattoos. Yeah. Mine says evermore. And we all got Taylor Swift tattoos. Mine says evermore and Emily Dickinson's handwriting. Aaron got mad woman. And an archer on her, which she'll tell you points right to her heart. She's very proud of that little. I'm very proud yeah. of it. <laughs> points right to my heart. Uh, even yeah. Dempsey got a tattoo, which, to be honest, none of us thought she was going to go through with. And let me nope. tell you, it took like two hours to work out the placement and stuff. So that was an exercise <laughs> in font. patience that I don't really have. I've never looked <laughs> up a font so quickly in my life. I was like, bop, 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 bop. 
that's the one you want there you go it was her first tattoo so like yeah. anyway yeah so uh that is it for us this week guys have a good weekend make good choices have well i should say have the best weekend available to you and we will catch back up with you next week bye bye, bye mom bye bye fierce fan media